I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden sides. Welcome to this week's edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. I am your host, Lance Fischel. Sorry I couldn't make it last week, um, things, but I am here this week, so Wes didn't join. We have something in our contracts that uh, we can't join together, um, so, you know. That's what happens when you have kids. <laughs> yeah, I know. we're, we're well, allowed either two fathers or two Jews, but we can't have two fathers and can't two mix. Jews. Yeah. That, no that's mix. fair. And so me and Wes are in different phases of our children. As you know, he's got a young kid, so his is like crying, screaming, feed me, sleep, sleep, sleep. I'm now at the age of like baseball practice, baseball game, gymnastics, baseball, <laughs> just boom, 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 boom. So there's always stuff that's coming up. So yeah. Shane's playing baseball. I know I can't I can't play baseball. Um, so I'm crushing dingers yet. I mean, he's five. Um, their cars parked safely behind the fence. Nah. Not expected anything to get over there. Uh, really, if you make contact with the ball at that age, it's probably a base hit. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You get a lot of uh, single and home run on errors. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of that. I think they're both going to be playing soccer um, for next season. So I can, I can help out a little bit there because I played for a long time. So. Yeah, um, but we did have a card last week. Uh, I don't remember. The card was good, right? I don't really remember. Did I enjoy it? Right? Yeah. I mean, it it, it actually felt like a good card watching it. Yeah. Which is few and far between lately. Did you say something the other day, Sean, that you guys pay like a fixed fee for pay-per-views? Did I hear that right? Or is that like a legal thing? Oh, that's that's a different thing. That's That's a legal thing? That's a, that's a guy how knowing how to use the internet thing. That's a tech with person the, saving some money, is what that is. Because <laughs> they do like in Europe, you can buy like what you get like BT Sport or something. The pay per views are free, right? Yeah, yeah, but that's like an only England thing, and it's also at like three in the morning. Yeah, that's mm. why they don't make people pay for it because it's at three in the morning. <laughs> if I moved to Europe, I just wouldn't watch MMA. I live in Canada and I barely watch MMA and I do a podcast about it. One of my, uh, this guy I work with that I'm good buddies with, um, he, he went, he, he was in Liverpool and he went to the London for the, uh, Joshua fight and then was thoroughly disappointed. I quite got, enjoyed it. Well, the fight was, was good, but yeah, well, I, once again, uh, spent $70 on a UFC pay-per-view and, you know, I think it's Don't my. Remember it. Well, you feel like you got your money's worth. What's the difference? Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, it doesn't make a difference. I, I'm not going to go through the hassle of trying to steal a pay per view. I've tried it before. I end up just clicking a lot, and then something doesn't happen, and then it like flickers once. Like viruses, and the computer slows down. He can't record the podcast. It's, yeah, it, it's a whole thing. And don't forget, I don't own a personal computer. That as well. Yep, because <laughs> he's. That's you, Lance. This is it. I got I got this work computer. That's, that's all I got going for me. So uh, I do purchase all the UFC papers. If I don't purchase one, that means I'm not going to watch it. And the card has to has to be real bad. Um, I can only think of – there was one I didn't purchase in the last year. 
they you're a real wait. fight fan. Even well, the ones headlined by, uh, you know, Amanda Nunes and yeah, by those. Yeah, I think it's the. I don't know if it's real fight fan. I think it's two factors. One, lazy. Right. I'm not going to go yep. find a link. I'm not going to do all the clicking. Two. Well, you're rich too. Rich. That was number two. Yeah. Yeah. So it's rich and lazy. So those two factors just make it easier for me. If I want to search a link and it dies and I switch and switch, or I just hit buy and then I buy it. It just seems simpler to me. I don't know. I don't know. We're Everyone's just, different. We're just living in your in your rich world, Lance. When I'm going to Vegas in two weeks for six days. That should be uh, should be something. Sounds like a good time. Your your brother wants to uh, only pay uh, buy women MMA event uh, pay per views headlines. Yeah, so we're gonna me and like my I told you guys my Vegas trip is split up between like the first half personal, second half work related. And like it's me and Corey, my dad, and then a bunch of buddies and stuff. And the the Holly Holm, Norma Dumont, that's the main event nice. while we're in Vegas. So uh, we will not be attending. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's fair. I don't. Come even, on, you I, probably get a ticket for like twelve bucks. No, it's yeah. the Apex. Guess how much they were? I look oh, right. Yeah. So they only offer VIP tickets, and I saw a couple of people on Twitter. So they went. Guess how much it was for a VIP ticket to Holm versus Dermont. Like two grand. Yep. $2,000 wow. to watch. I don't even know what a Norma Dermont is. I didn't know that name until I saw she was going to be the main event when I was in Vegas. And yes, I don't go to the fights, but I really do enjoy betting on fights in the sports book. And then there's that. Uh, did you guys ever go to that one bar I went to where they show the fights and you pay like 25 bucks and it's all you yeah. can drink or whatever? Limited drinks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I like doing that. I'm not going to. like. No. Oh, that's that's <laughs> way better than especially at the apex if you're with a big group like we've done in the past and you go to the arena that's different but well also it's different an event in nashville versus an event in vegas event in vegas where we sat would be like fifteen hundred dollars we paid like 150 so it's a little bit different and it's like glover you know (laughs) that's when he uh he was an underdog to open st pru yeah he was an underdog like every fight, Lance. God, he's going to win the belt. It's going to be, it's it's gonna gonna be, be great. Amazing 2021. It is. So if anyone, any of our listeners are in Vegas uh, in two weeks, I, I'm, I'll i be there Friday, uh, Saturday, and then my work stuff starts Sunday night. Uh, so I'm there basically Friday, Saturday, half Sunday, if anyone wants to say how we'll be at the Planet of Hollywood. Um, anyway, let's, uh, let's move on to the card. Not bad. Not bad. Starting off by the way division, Jonathan Pierce defeated Omar Morales. Submission red naked choke. Surprised here. I, I leaned Pierce. I didn't bet it. I couldn't pull the trigger because I just I just thought Morales was gonna stick and move and win a really boring decision. But man, Pierce just looks like a doofus. Maybe he's not as bad as I thought. Yeah, Brad called this one. Yeah? Did you play sub? No. I didn't call it that well. Sub was but... like, what was it? Like plus a thousand, fifteen Something like that. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. He's not though. Not bad. He's yeah, okay. He's better I, than I thought. I think it's still hard for some of us to get the lows on beating him within an inch of his life out of our heads. Absolutely. It's a bad one. That's I think fair. that's I think that's tough. But yeah, we'll see. Um Matthew uh Smellsberger defeated Martin Sano Jr. knockout fifteen seconds. I was I, I thought when I was looking up this fight, I, I knew Smellsberger. I didn't know the other fella. I look mm-hmm. him up and I, and I click on his chair dog and I was like, Well, this is the wrong guy. So then I go back and I clicked on the topology one and I was like, what the fuck? That guy was in the UFC? 
What, what did I miss? Diaz brother uh, hang, hanger on. That's got to be the biggest group of losers ever. Like, it, but just Nick Diaz, <laughs> Nate Diaz, Gilbert Melendez, Jake Shields, and all these little yeah. morons. That has to be – I'm trying to think of a bigger loser group of people than those guys. Just they lose constantly and then forget about it instantly and then talk. It's just the losing. <laughs> Impressive. I mean that guy's not even a real fighter. Uh, like is Nick? He hasn't fought. He hadn't fought in like four years. He's like four and two. He, he was had literally one only there. Is Nick a real I fighter? I mean, yes. He quit because he got a bloody nose. Is that a fighter? He that felt Stockton? bad for the people cleaning up the octagon, Lance. Yeah, probably him. He later. did not want to make a mess. He's a gentleman, and he said, "No, I bleed a lot. I will stop it before it gets to there, and, and yep. we'll the all only have thing- a party." The only thing that Nick always had in his whole career was, uh, you know, towards the end at least, which was when he was like 28 and really primed out there. Um, <laughs> cardio, heart, and guts, that stuff. Nope. He's just, no, he's the pussy on top of it. Man. So are people that are like diehard, Nick Diaz, what, what, like, are you guys still, like, do you still think he's like a tough guy? Uh, he- no, he he made a business decision. You should you should think he's smart, Lance. He he got paid. He didn't need to fight any longer. The guy's he, got the he, lowest IQ in in UFC history. Hey, most money per IQ point out there. Maybe, and then some people still some people said he looked good. Um, I've never seen. Dana White said he looked good. I, I've never oh. seen slower punches. Like it was the first time in my life, not counting women's MMA, of course, that I was like. I could I could fucking just eat these punches. Like I could eat these fucking punches and take him down and beat him up. Like I thought that. They were, they were both underwater. They both were in core. Robbie's were Robbie's Robbie was gaining speed when he got into combinations and throwing a little bit. Like I thought like when I was in the fight, I was like, I could take Nick's best shot right in the face. And I have not been punched in the face since college. And I thought, man, I could take his best shot. I don't know if I that's thought true. that. I'm not saying I could beat him. In a fight, I would gas out and probably maybe, take maybe a nap. Cut. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I cut. Maybe I cut. Yeah, but I felt like if he punched me as hard as he could, I'd be like, "Sup?" You, you, you'd be on your ass. I don't know. You'd I don't know. Like, if it's physically <laughs> I don't know if it's physically possible to punch that slow and put someone on their ass. I mean, once in a while, he threw a straight one, but he, he doesn't have power. He, like, I mean, he has okay power, but and then he quit because he had a bloody nose. I mean, tremendous. And then we were talking in the chat earlier, and I made the statement, there is not a single person at 185 or 170 that Nick can beat. Not a single person. I couldn't couldn't think of a single fighter in the roster Nick can beat. And then I threw out just a funny one of someone on a big losing streak in in Sam Alvey. Um, Wes thought Nick would dominate Sam Alvey. He would. I'd make Sam Alvey probably like an eight to one favorite in that fight, and I'm not even joking. And that, and that's why you don't know what you're talking about, Lance. Did you watch his literally? This was the speed of Nick's punches. Sam Alvey does not throw a single punch. So even though Nick Diaz does not fucking throw with any power, no, he still I, lands I, a Sam, million times. He said he was going to come out aggressive in his last fight. So I, I believe that next fight, he's definitely going to come out aggressive and he'd smoke definitely. the ass. He would at put, least, he'd put Nick out in one. No, because the second he did throw, because Sam is usually good for one flurry around. 
That no, one it's not. flurry is gonna not even Nick, anymore. That flurry is gonna bloody Nick's nose up, and then it, it's fucking a wrap. You can't deal with that. All that blood, man. Anyway, that guy's trash. Um, middleweight division: Nick Maximo defeated Cody Brundage, twenty nine twenty eight. Um, Maximo's not very good. Brundage not very good. Kind of tough. That's all I took from that. Maximo's not, Maximo's not good though. He is not good at all. If he fights guys that can't wrestle, he'll do all right. Like he but was going to do good. against Roberson. He was going to do that. He was going to sub Roberson. Um, I don't know. This guy sucked. <laughs> Brundage has decent wrestling. It was just the. I don't know. That third round was just a bad fighter. That was bad. It was just not probably good. Probably all that hanging out with the Diaz is not good for Oh, him. God. These guys, just born losers. Just being around them makes you – living in Stockton by itself oh, yeah. makes you a loser. Absolutely. Now, Lodi, that's a different story. Oh, it's Lodi, <laughs> motherfucker. Lodi. <laughs> all right, lightweight division. Got to give you guys shit on this. I cannot believe you bet on this white fella. Uh, Jalen Turner defeated uh, Medic by submission first round. You guys decided to agree on the little white guy to beat up the big black fella? I like, like the under it's too skinny. Uh, much it's too more. Skinny, <laughs> but are you guys going against everything we believe on this show? Hog analysis? Pretty much. Well, we what do, about, we yeah, but it was like tough. That, because... Then you might actually show up for a week. So, well, it this, be, show was, it was this show was founded on hog analysis found it the problem with that is he's also a tall skinny dude so that kind of goes against that it's no tough, tough matchup. i mean i'm not talking about thickness here just pure length so turner's not that bad man i don't think he's that bad he's got he's got some skill he's got some decent power His he's figuring it out he's he, good he was bad now he's got some yeah. things i think he's good I think he's good. I like Turner. So I, I had the, like, what, plus 275 on inside. Bad line. Loved it. Damn, that's good. All right. Um, didn't watch. Talia Santos defeated Roxanne Mataferi. I, I cannot watch Roxanne Mataferi. I can't. Weston West and Brad were trying to co- convince themselves that uh, that Roxy, Roxy had a chance, and it's no dice. I didn't watch the fight. I, I can't give any sort of analysis on it. I watched parts of it and then watched other things. Were they terrible? Could... Yeah, I mean it, it, it's what it is. I mean, if if Roxy is out athletic and out wrestled, she lays on her back and gets smashed. UFC is way easier to watch for the prelims during football season for me because <laughs> it's like if it's like in August or July, I'm like, oh, and I like I force myself to like. Somewhat pay attention because I was going to do. Boom. Other TV. Football. It's way easier. Uh, Josh said, uh, I'm a Roxanne hater. It's not her personally. It, it's, <laughs> it's mostly it's how the, she looks. <laughs> First the, way she, the way she looks, the way she moves, speaks. It's, it's everything. It, the it's, things it's all she likes. And, yeah, I can't. Mm-mm. All right, let's move on. Uh, the the big half of the Dukakis brothers defeating Shamil Abdurrahman. I thought this was a pretty fun fight. I'm not a big heavyweight guy, um, but I enjoyed this. It was good. He just signed his fucking death warrant. 
because we, we, did little, we, we knocked out Blades and then, then we lost the title fight. But I, I think we're back. And there's one question for Chris Dawkins. Is he top five? He is. He's, is he? he's, got, he's got top five yeah. potential. Potential. You, <laughs> I watched the Black Beast on that show, Hot Ones. He was uh, the yeah. guest. Yeah, I watched that today. Um, usually, they like on the on the the bomb, the crazy one. They take like a little bite. Dude, fucked up. He took the whole wing down on the bomb, and you just don't do that. That's a bad. bad. Dude, he had some funny shit. You hear the story about when he uh, he tweeted like, "If you want to come fight me, let me know." And he made the people show up to his gym and sign a waiver to fight him. And this forty-one-year-old guy he said showed up at the gym and wanted to fight him. Derek Lewis made him sign a waiver. That said, he wouldn't uh, like he wouldn't sue him or whatever. It was a guy's birthday, and he was forty-one. Yeah. He brought his his wife and his little daughter. And Derek Lewis said he threw a head kick five seconds in and knocked him unconscious. <laughs> and his daughter was laughing at him. <laughs> Cold Big Dukakis is is ranked number seven, Lance. Ooh, number seven, just a bit outside. Try the corner. He's gonna be top five when he beats the Black Beast. He, oh, are you gonna bet against Derek Lewis again? No. Oh, God. I can't wait till West throws just a heavy-duty wager. I wonder what kind of line we get. We, we it's already out. Time. I thought Derek, it was already out. Is it the first yeah. time Derek Lewis is favored mm-hmm. in, like, years? Caucus He's is not. minus 140. Was that the one that I tweeted <laughs> yesterday? I have yeah. just too many fights going on. You, you put it in the chat, I think. Oh, why did I forget about it? Um, That's a bad line. Wow. Munich. Brad, you're going to have to go Munich against the Dukakis brother. That's tough. I can't do that. No, I, I, I'll abstain from voting in that election. Brad, this is the Dukakis. Uh, Brad, this – come on. All right. Um, Lance, some things are more important than money. Some of us have principles. Sure. Oh. Black Beast show, though. Um, Dan Hooker defeated Nazareth Hackprest. He looked great. Um, I, th- I thought it was weird that the announcers weren't aware that he knew how to grapple since he does. <laughs> Um, and he's done it in big fights with a lot of people. Um, though it was nice not having Joe Rogan around. I will say that. I know there was that idiot on Bloody Elbow wrote this article and everyone got all pissed off or whatever. But, like, Joe Rogan does suck. That's a fact. I mean, that is an absolute He's, he's sucked for a he, while. Yeah. We've been complaining about him for yes. as long as we've been doing this podcast. The Bloody Elbow guy just wrote that big article in Bisbing and everyone was freaking out and Anik and all of this. And I think it's because they made up stuff. Like, I bet that you, the other announcers hate working with him. No, no, no. That was not our problem. That's not our thing. As a fight fan, Joe Rogan sucks. Yeah. He does. He literally – and I part of that article, because I did read through when I saw the comments, and I was like, he is right. Like, Joe Rogan's yes. the guy that shows up for a, a – it's like a, a 3 p.m. executive readout where you're presenting to like the whole, like everything and he show, Oh, hey, is it time to go? Oh, we're, we're starting now. Okay. Okay. I haven't read the slides yet. Haven't read the slides. Yet. I'm just going to wing this thing. <laughs> and that's Joe Rogan. And you can't do that with how the UFC is now, because there's no such thing as UFC caliber. There is 12 fights and you haven't heard of half the guys. You can't announce a fight where you haven't heard of people. Not good. DC is just as bad. He's mini Rogan. But it's also bad when he doesn't know shit about fighters that have been fighting and we know are good and stuff. That's the bad look. I can deal it, with the it's, oh, it's, it's all bad. I, well, here's the thing. It's tight. I can deal. It's tight. He's got I can, it. I can deal with that. There. I I think fighting and just how fights play out is you. It's you go with your immediate instincts and emotion when you're watching a fight and what you're thinking. We do that as fans. We don't say it out loud. If we're if we bet a guy, let's say Gortega, like every time he threw up a sub, I was like, that's it. He's gonna win. 
Like that's just my gut as a fan as I'm watching the fight. And you always think it's tight, it's tight. And every time you see someone put a guillotine in, you immediately go, Oh, this could be tight. And Rogan just yeah, tight. I can deal with I can deal with in, like just what he feels coming out. I can't deal with him just never hearing of a guy who was fighting, or like when DC, I forget what fight it was, he made this comment about um yeah, there was that one fight, and he did this. I forget who it was against, and he did this one thing, blah blah blah. And Felder goes, "Yeah, that was like three months ago." Yeah, <laughs> that was his last fight. <laughs> yeah, like it, I can't, I can't deal with that stuff. But anyway, uh, Hooker's great. He's fighting uh, Islam Makashev. I already saw the line come out plus four hundred. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna we'll do it. Bet Dan Hooker there. Yeah, yeah, Hooker inside. Yeah, knock him out. All right. Um, Javashvili, Marlon Moraes. This was sad. I had I had some free plays saved up. Had a good bid on Moraes, and uh, man, I, I gotta give it to our boy, the snooze machine. Hey, that was an <laughs> ass whooping. And then when he got on top, it was like he recovered so instantly from being dead to literally like usually you see like when that scenario, the guy will rest for like thirty seconds and maybe throw a little bit while he's recovering. He literally got knocked dead. And then two seconds later, he's throwing just vicious punches. I got to give it to him. That was a good fight. And I did not think he could come back from that when I was watching that live or he had that in him. So I, I was impressed. And I thought his ground and pound looked better than it has. And I know Marais was a dead fish in the ground. But I, I thought I thought that was the it's like getting knocked out. Like, Marab looked vicious to me for the first time. It yeah. wasn't just it, the, it, the volume. There was actually something behind it, right? Intent. He had an intent to do damage. Usually he doesn't. I think he got pissed I don't, off. I don't know. If that knockdown, I think, uh, woke him up or something. Because usually what? he's uh, he's very snoozy in there. And, well, and I of think course, he was just like, getting smashed. Fighting's emotional. He just got yeah. fucking dominated. And he wanted to come back and make him hurt. <laughs> and I get it. So, it's also, like, he's not able to hold guys down. So he's always focused on try, like, trying to get position, trying to get him back down. And... You know, Marais, not so great at not getting held down, so he had some options there. Yeah. That was good. Um, Andrade beating Cavillo. Easy. Um, did you notice that DC um, was drunk during this fight? So Andrade is beating the piss and shit out of her, landing these huge bombs, the huge hooks, just hurting her, backing her up. And Andrade is kind of just like, or Kavia uh, is kind of like sticking a jab out and kind of like brushing against her forehead. And DC keeps talking about the strike numbers are even. And this is a close round. And the strike numbers are even. And Kavia is not doing that bad. And she's doing this good. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he went on about it for like four minutes. Like, I, I don't know if I missed something there, but that was some of the worst announcing I think I've ever heard. God, that was bad. Yeah. What was that? Uh, that was a beatdown. Uh, very watchable. But what yep. were they seeing that I missed? <laughs> uh, Calvillo would throw. It's just she threw with no power. And and then Andrade would just, like, throw a bunch more and land, <laughs> especially and way harder. That was DC who was making no sense and saying it was close, right? I thought so. I think so. Because, like, he kept talking about the strike numbers. They should not be allowed – someone as dumb as DC should not be allowed to look at numbers that you can read different <laughs> ways. Like, you, you let those, people- those live numbers are horrible anyway. They change they, – they do them live, and then they re-watch the, the fight and change them. And there are some drastic changes in, in both, like, throwing and landing in, in a lot of fights. Um, 
So uh, when they that talk, sounds like about an those, awful job. Strikes. You have to just go back and somebody's got to do it, Brad. Horrible UFC fight to, to count punches thrown. Ugh. I don't. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to do that. Um. Yeah, all right, we got Blades defeated Rosenstruck. That's this fight sucked. I mean, this fight was next level suck. <laughs> like I won Blades my scared. bet. I was happy, but Blades is scared, and that turns into a boring fight. He is gun shy, gun shy. He he, and he does not eat punches well when he gets hit. And you see what they said? Like he was closing his eyes. Like I noticed that too. Like he's literally scared to death to get hit. I mean, the Not black beast, the black beast destroying your chin will do that. I mean, that's a scary man. We already talked about Waller Diaz. Who cares? Shevchenko um, beat Warren Murphy. That, that, that's cool. I'm, I'm, I wish he wouldn't have made it so long for the inside. I keep seeing this one gif of that fight where she like lands a head kick and then she lands like ten punches in a row and the kick doesn't move Murphy's head. All of the punches that she lands, none of them snap her head. She's just like touching people with with everything. It's this dude. This dude argued with me and started getting mad. Said I was a new like some casual whatever because. I should like fights if it involves a talented fighter, regardless if it's entertaining or if she's entertaining. That's that's not prize fighting. That's not what we're watching. Well, I was like, sorry, I'm not entertained by shit that's not entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> like, should I watch a movie by a super famous director if it's the worst movie of all time? Be like, yeah, but it was Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> like, give give me a break. I don't I don't I don't care. Um, and then Volkanovski Ortega, great fight. I mean, and we heard the interviews after with Volkanovski, like saying how tight it was. And when he started kicking his legs, like he was fucking about to die, I was like, okay, that's a wrap. Like this is over. Like that, the, the triangle, I don't think was as tight. That guillotine, no. that guillotine ends most human beings. And I, I got it. Volkanovski, I thought was so good. Like I put him in a different level after that fight. Just what he did and the ground and pound and then getting out of those, just the balls on him. And I thought Ortega, I mean, he had chances and that guy's just tough as shit, but that guillotine, I, I that was a wrap. That was just a wrap. That, that would have been a crazy finish because considering how kind of bad he was getting fucking whooped uh, mm-hmm. up until that point, And yeah. then just to snatch that. And that dude is, is scary because he can do that at any point, even, while getting fucking absolutely pummeled um and and i mean we've we've seen him do it a million times you know lose two rounds that was round three the ortega special what if he would have what if he would have won it won the belt like that in round three the round three special yeah that would have been do you remember when um people thought ortega and dubronx should fight to see who's the best submission finisher I do, I don't. You ever seen I, Dubronx get a fully mounted guillotine in and, and someone no, live to talk about it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like if Dubronx if Dubronx was on top of him in that situation and had that choke in, he's not able to kick his legs. He, he the legs won't even move because he's a dead body. Like <laughs> at least I think that argument has been settled. Speaking of, I, of Dubronx. I was gonna say it's very possible that Ortega could sub Dubronx because we know that Dubronx sub defense sometimes isn't the greatest. No, but as far as offensive subs go, I mean, yeah, not even but close. I couldn't see Dubronx or like early in a fight getting in a position that would put him in jeopardy. And also, I think Dubronx could ragdoll 
Ortega with his wrestling oh, yeah. and get the fight where he, where he, or just keep it standing and punch his fucking head through a wall. Um, speaking of, of Dubronx, and then we'll move on to the next card. Did you see the Michael Chandler, which, I mean, great a moron. As we know, everything that guy says makes absolutely no sense. I'm not getting vaccinated unless it's FDA approved. Oh, it's FDA approved? Well, my body, my choice. You see that Texas thing? <laughs> Abortion's dead. <laughs> like Chandler's just, he's comical. Um, he was br- trying to break down the Poirier fight, and he goes, I like, he goes, Dubronx's hands, he hits really hard. His hands got a lot better. But I got to say, Poirier is better everywhere. Got me thinking. When you say everywhere, you only mean like tight in the pocket. <laughs> like where what are we talking? So if they're on the ground, your your favorite old old Dustin wrestling, you're you're going Dustin. <laughs> like what are we what are we doing here? Um, Chandler just I, anytime I can call Michael Chandler stupid, I, you know I got to do it. He lives like 20 minutes from me too. Yeah, but so. like the Black History Month. You like to see that mm. for somebody who's so essential to Black History Month? That was one of the best moves the UFC has ever pulled, though. So good. They, they literally pulled up a Trump, a white, like, Trump supporter, <laughs> conservative guy to talk about Black History Month and why it matters. Yeah. Absolute <laughs> classic. Like, it, 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 it kind of reminded me of, like, it'd be like a Chappelle show skit. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was such an unbelievable <laughs> moment that they did that. <laughs> Black, white supremacist. <laughs> Why did you get divorced? At the very end, that was the best part of that thing. Oh, so good. All right, let's uh, let's move on. But good card overall. I, I think we we all enjoyed. It. I think we all made a little bit of money. So solid card. Um, let's then move on to this week as we have UFC on what ESPN plus fifty one. Um, I stopped using the numbers and the names. I just say the fighters. So Santos versus Walker. Um, yeah. It says this Soriano Padilla fight. That's not a thing. I don't remember seeing that till just now, right? Is that a thing? No. Uh, not even if it is, doesn't matter. That got canceled, right? He's a visa something for somebody. That's why you got to use Amex, man. It's just more reliable. All right. Um, Bantamweight division: Alejandro Perez, Johnny Eduardo. Man, Eduardo's coming for the strap. I don't care what you say. I mean, <laughs> he's coming. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fuck with him. New show? Uh, I hear he's the uh, Nova Uniao striking coach, which he needs. <laughs> That's quite prestigious in in 2021. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> man, we 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 used to think this dude never fought back in like 2018 when he when he would fight like once a year. He hasn't fought in over three years now. He's 41 years old. <laughs> what everybody wants to fight, man. Pound on the door. Wants it. We got that Sano guy last week, and now we got Eduardo. <laughs> Perez, the the fights he's lost in in the UFC, they're they're against legit guys. Uh, he should put out Eduardo. Uh, at this weight, when you're 41 years old, things uh, tend to happen to you that is that would never happen when you were younger. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he just gets flatlined here. Brad, Brad's gonna win. It's not even like he's a forty-one-year-old heavyweight. Those exist. Nope. We got we got Glover going for the belt soon. He's, you know, he, he's in that range. That, that's all fine. When you're a forty-one-year-old bantamweight, you are in a lot of trouble. Um, 
he, he's still the better striker in this fight if we're, we're being completely honest but it, it's going to be rough for him if he doesn't immediately knock out Perez because he's probably just going to quit sometime in the second round and just get bombed on um, pretty much everyone that's beaten him has finished him so I expect Perez is probably going to finish him but on the off chance that uh, Edward is something early, I, I actually under quite a bit in this one. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to break down MMA as simply as possible. This one is Johnny Eduardo, who hasn't fought in three years, who's 41 years old. And his, the, the way to know how long it's been since he's done anything is his last win in the UFC was Gambirian. I mean, I think, that's, <laughs> I I think that, that tells yeah. you – Tells you plenty. I mean, I think Perez more than likely gets a finish here, but I, I'm actually fine just throwing this in a parlay on, on Perez. I know Perez is not good, but in the UFC, he's beaten who he was supposed to, and he's lost to who he was supposed to, and his losses weren't bad. Um, he, he lost to guys that were good, and I think this is just a gimme for him. So I, I do like Perez. I think he's worthy of throwing a, uh, a parlay. All right. Uh, anyone got anything to say about uh, women's bantamweight division? Shana Young versus Stephanie Egger? All you need to I know is no Shaney Young. Of them is. All you need to know, Shaney Young lost to Sarah Alpar. Who's that? Contender Series. Should I know the, who that is? The the lady that's sponsored by Triller in another uh, intelligent oh, financial uh, move. Yeah, she's not good and seems pretty pretty stupid. All right, we'll move on then. Um, I, I uh, heard that uh, I heard that Shaney Young recently had a child. Oh, congrats! So, um, no, not not for that reason. Mom quit. Mazel tov, though. <laughs> Starting family is important. All right. Let's move on now. Bandwidth division. Douglas Silva de Andrade versus, woo, Gitano Perello. New Sean? Yeah, I, uh, this is just a stay away fight for me. Uh, Perello was just a guy uh, on short notice that Ricky Simone could just absolutely crush. Um Douglas <laughs> Silva de Andrade is, is is not great and he is is I feel like he's well beyond his 36 year old uh that he is allegedly um so I'm just staying away I guess uh de Andrade is better but man who knows at this Reg? I mean you talked about Perez only losing to legit guys in the UFC uh Andrade has only lost to Murphy uh Peter Pan Rob Font, and in his debut up weight class, uh, some Russian guy who was on steroids. So, like, that's not no, bad. those aren't he's, bad. No, he's got some. He's just old. Wins as well. He's old, uh, but I think he's pretty good. I think he's going to get uh, Perello out of there because, as you said, that's just short notice because everybody wants to fight, and, and Ricky Simon made him look like a, a damn fool and he doesn't do that to anybody. So uh, I, I like Andrade here. Uh, I think this is another one I, I quite under as well. Yeah, I, uh, I, I agree. I, I don't think Andrade's that bad. And I think the thing with him is we always talk about, there's two things you worry about is at least for me, when guys get older and one first is probably chin um, is the name thing. And then two, you worry about, do they get gun shy? Pass. <laughs> on both for uh, Andrade. He, he, I think his chin's still fine, and you, that guy is going to spam shit in your face until the round's over, until the fight's <laughs> over. And 
I think this is a pretty good fight for him. And the line's bettable. I think it was like minus 200 or so. So I haven't made my bets yet. I, I have a good idea of who I'm betting, but I, I wouldn't mind throwing him in a parlay. And I think he's he's pretty safe. I mean, hell, you could throw together. Just do a quick parlay to start the card with uh, Perez and Andrade probably plus money. Not the not the worst bet. Probably wins most of the time. Um, all right. Uh, Wait, division. Jamie Malarkey versus Devontae Smith. New Sean? It's Joe Biden's son. Malarkey. Because Malarkey? Uh, no. Yes. Uh, I think Devontae Smith is going to win this fight. Uh, and he, he might finish Malarkey in the first. I think if that's... If he wins, that's likely how he does it. Um, if Malarkey can can stay in there, he, he might take over. And and we've seen that Smith does have a, a bit of a sketchy chin at times. If if he doesn't take him out in the first, he, he could uh, he could gas out and, and get smashed on. So I, I like the under in this one. Uh, I got it at under two and a half at minus one thirty seven. Um, just kind of covers me both ways. I, I think Smith is is gonna gonna finish, but. You never know. Malarkey might have that uh, that unathletic white man grit. Brad? I, I like the under as well, but I also actually did take a shot on uh, Malarkey round one at plus 600. Um, cashed for me last time out. Uh, again, Sama worthy because they always fade Kama worthy if you can. And I think Devontae Smith is similar in that... He is a chinny guy who is good offensively, and Malarkey's a little bit more durable. But uh, I like the under. I, I got uh, a bunch of unders parlayed together at uh, plus 1,000. So there, this one, the Andrade one, the Eduardo one, and, and one to come. Why don't you just do, like, basic MMA math on this one with the comma-worthy? The comma-worthy angle. This is easy. It's Malarkey, Malarkey knockout. Um no, I I, yeah. I I lean Smith in this one. Um, it's hard to trust a guy like that. I, I, you can't really get that worthy KO out of your out of your head. Um, Mark is white, though. He's he's white. What, what's Smith knockout? That's Smith I wonder. KO like, is there only a, plus one thirty? Because there is an angle. Black guy with power versus pale white guy. There's uh, an angle. Black guy with power and no chin against pale white guy. Just take the under for like 60 cents more. Has Smith ever been knocked out by a white guy? He might on Saturday. You know what they call that? Next level stats. <laughs> Next gen stats. Next gen. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Uh, he, he did get knocked out by John Gunter. So there you go. Ooh. Yeah, right. and not only is that a white guy, that's a white guy who has a curly mustache and stands like this in his tapology picture, like the fighting so, the like, fighting leprechaun or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. triple white. That's that's as white as it gets. Doesn't go minus two ten. Doesn't seem like the worst parlay piece, but I'll take Smith by knockout there. Um, all right, next up, what we got? There's a lot of shitty fights in this card. Yeah, this one. Oh my god, should we just? <laughs> Beth Correa versus Carol Rosa, and then Shitty Shevchenko versus Casey O'Neill. You guys bet she's guys, back, man. You guys, I thought she, did she not? Re- yeah. She retired, right? She said she was going to retire. Then the fight fell out because I think of COVID or visa or something, and then she didn't get a fight forever. And now I don't know if she's retiring. I think she's just in there to get her ass whooped, she, and then probably cut. She needed to so get one. More. She might be forced. 
I swear she retired and it was over. I thought we were done with this. <laughs> I mean, no, she, well, you, she's back. You have to be excited to see an athlete like Betch in the cage. Man, again. the gifts I mean, are going to be out on Saturday, man. The <laughs> gifts are going to be out on Saturday. Oh, God. Die. All right. Um, dancing. Um, do you guys have anything on either of these fights? I might take a, a round three prop on on Rosa. That's how Why? she loses. Mm. All right. Is Casey O'Neill gonna finish the shitty Shevchenko? I don't know. I I try not yeah. to think about her because she she tried to steal King Casey's name. Oh, um, so she's, she's dead to me. Yeah, she's that one. That's brutal. Yeah, that's fair. Unacceptable. Brutal. All right, we'll move on. Lightweight division, Joe Selecki, Jared Gordon. New Sean? I think this should be a fun fight. Uh, both these guys uh, are fairly, are usually in uh, action fights. Um, I, I don't, I think Selecki should win. Um, he's fought, like, Obviously, Jared Gordon's been kind of thrown in there against some some pretty brutal guys. Well, at least one brutal guy, anyway. Um, Selecki's kind of had the easier treatment, uh, but he's looked okay in them. I didn't think he looked great in that Jim Miller fight, considering what Jim Miller is in, in 2021. Um, badass. He, with a soft handshake, though. Oh, God. Uh, he probably got flashbacks during his last fight from the Walgreens trip. I get it. I was uh, – the only thing I was looking at in this fight was maybe Selecki by sub. It was like plus 500, maybe worth a stab, but uh, I'll I'll pick Selecki, but that would be the only way I would play this fight. Brad? Yeah, I, I, I kind of struggled to see that because every time Gordon's lost, it's been by knockout, I think. Um, and he, he seems to have a, a pretty good wrestling and grappling game overall. So I, I think this is going to come down to if he's a much better wrestler than Gordon, then he'll be able to get some downs and control the fight. But I don't think that's the case. I think that Gordon's going to be able to stuff enough of them, keep this on the feet, keep it in the clinch, and just do his like dirty Gordon stuff and – uh, kind of grind out a decision. So I, I like Jared Gordon here. I like Selecki here. Um, I don't know if I love him, uh, but I like him. Um, I wish the line was a little bit lower, so it was more closer to pick him. But I, I like Selecki. I don't know. There's something about this kid. He just, he's he's slick on the ground. Um, yeah, I mean, Jim Miller is kind of worse at this point, but it's still Jim Miller on the ground, and he's always a threat. And you got to be somewhat careful. He can pull a guillotine out of no, out of nowhere, and you got to be you got to be careful with him. But I don't know. So like, he just seems to have something, and I, and I like him. And I could be proven wrong here, and but I'm just never I'm never been ultra impressed with uh, with with Gordon. I've bet him a few times. I bet him in his last fight, but he's not really good at anything. He's one of those guys that's okay everywhere. He's not good anywhere though. He has no. No real oh, high end quality. We lost Lance. What? Uh oh. Brad's dead. Brad died. <laughs> um, Brad, he'll be back. Selecki does have a top end quality, which which is his jujitsu. His jujitsu is is real good. His control is good. And I think I think he just got got a little bit more. So I'll pick uh Joe Selecki. Brad, you, you left, but you're back. Are you good? 
I'm good. You're good? All right. I, I thought you died, but I died. No, you died. You you died. You died All right. Sir. I, Speaking I of so. death, let's move to the main card. As we like twisting, Alexander Hernandez versus Mike Breeden. Where'd they find this guy, Nishan? Uh I mean he fought on contender series. I don't remember that. Um not a good sign. So that's not a great <laughs> sign. Uh also and, and the guy who beat sign, he lost to Canadian. <laughs> he lost to who? Lost to a Canadian. Ooh, that's tough. That's never a good look. And then the Canadian didn't even get a uh, a contract. contract. So that's not a great sign. Um, I mean, Alexander Hernandez probably should win, probably should finish this guy. But he's minus 500, man. I don't know. Seems sketchy, but uh, I, I've never really... Uh, I've never really hopped back on the the Alex Hernandez train after he lost me money against Cerrone <laughs> when I was in was all in on the fucking hype. So uh, I, I'll probably just stay away. Hernandez looks like he should never lose. That's the problem. Like he looks at his stock. Like this guy should never lose. He, he kind of remind like I, I don't I'm trying to think of a comparison. He kind of like like who am I thinking of? Kind of like Rick Story when he was kind of in his hot streak. I was like, who's going to beat this guy with this wrestling and this power? And I don't know. Like, Hernandez seems like he has the pieces to beat a lot of people. But he really is only good at beating Chris Grootsmacher. He's like Kevin Lee. (laughs) I like that you picked a guy who also lost to Donald Cerrone. Maybe that's what I was going for. Very good comparison, yeah. And Demi and Maya. He he was the old guys. I mean, that was his thing. But, yeah. All right, Brad. Yeah, I, you got to go with Hernandez here. Um, I, I feel like there he's got a lot of confidence because there's a big gap between him and the other guy. And when he's got a lot of confidence, he actually throws. And when he throws and lands against these kind of guys, he tends to knock them out. So I think that this is probably going to be one of those fights where Hernandez looks really good and – and he's going to fight somebody good again, and he's not going to look good. The KO line's not bad. It's a little over plus money, right? It's plus 140. It's not bad. I mean, he's not going to sub him. Hernandez ain't got time for that. (laughs) I I like Hernandez here. I think Um, I have a plus 250. Hernandez is good when he doesn't face much threat. Um, I think that's kind of the key of when he faces threat, someone going forward, pushing him who's good. That's where he, he, he falls a little bit. But I think here it's just going to be one-way traffic. And, you know, the two things I was looking at after I just looked is Hernandez knockouts plus 140. I think it was plus 165 or 265 round one. And I think that's actually the most likely scenario is round one TKO. And, it, at, you know, plus 250, plus 260. I think it was – where is it? I think it was plus 260 it said. Um. Yeah, I've got plus just like a straight round one. Hernandez round one. Hernandez round one, I see, plus 240. Knockout plus 140. Those aren't terrible. What about round one knockout? Um, I know I have plus, uh, three plus 360. There you go. I like it. You too. <laughs> hey, we just did it. That is consensus. the consensus bet of the week. <laughs> Bingo. Yeah, let's change our mind. That is the consensus bet of the week. That is... Hernandez round one knockout plus three sixty. Boom, not bad. Two, That's a two lot. Two of us can't even bet it. 
You guys oh, can't I'll bet that? it. I'll find it on some sketchy Russian book. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm sure you I can are. find it on a sketchy site called FanDuel. Ooh. Oh, it's that. Have you ever heard of it? It's bet online. It's just a shittier number. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, my God. Women's Bantamweight. Aspen Ladd, Macy Chazon. Someone called uh, Chazon. Um, who was it? Someone told me it's uh, poor man's Megan Rapinoe. Oh, that was good. <laughs> I mean, very anybody who fights very MMA very is poor, so. Yeah. True. I was <laughs> like, at least Rapido has talent. Yeah. Um, right. I, I, I'm. Aspen Ladd's got a couple finishes in the UFC. Um, I, I, I don't think Macy Chason's that good, but I think she can survive a beating. Uh, goes to the decision is like minus one fifty. They're just asking for, for me to bet that. Uh, it's calling my name. So I played it. I think Jason uh, will will probably lose and probably get beat up a decent amount. Uh, Lad is somewhat of a a skilled fighter. So um, I'll, I'll say Lad by decision. Brad? Uh, I think I, I, last time we broke down this fight, because I think we broke it down before it fell off a card before. And by broke oh, down, shit. I mean, like, talk Get shit it. about it. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, pretty much. Uh, but uh, enough for me to say that I've never actually seen Aspen Lad fight. I remember yeah, that. Been out for a while. Yeah. And, and her not going to got... watch this one either. Look, Teddy's Her mom is on OnlyFans. Yeah. yeah. What's up, Teddy? Oh, he's very, he's very excited. <laughs> oh, so this was supposed to be like two weeks ago. When did we talk about that? That was like two, three weeks ago. That was a while ago. It was, it was a couple months ago, I think. I think it was like twenty. I remember the OnlyFans part, part of that. Uh, yeah, that talk. there you go. <laughs> yeah, that you was all important stuff. It was supposed to be two months ago in July. Oh, July twenty fourth. Yeah. Yeah, yep, I don't care. Glad. Middleweight division: Misa Turkinov, Kristoff, Jocko, the mighty powerful. Christoph Jocko, Nishan. I don't know how Zerkinov is going to make 185. This is uh, going to be interesting. The dude is going to be a literal fucking triangle. I mean, he was pretty much that as it was, but his legs are going to be toothpicks in order to make uh, 185 with that upper body. Uh, in this fight, like, if he can make weight, if, if he's not absolutely dying up there... Um, he he probably takes Jotko down and and subs him. That chin is a liability at 205. I know Jotko could not knock out a fly, but man, Serkinov's Canadian. Uh, I, I I'm just a little uh, a little safer. I went with the under two and a half at minus 150 for a unit. I uh, I think Serkinov gets it done, but just in case he, he he's. He kind of quits. He's he's got a sketchy chin. You never know. Bradley, Michael Canadian. Yeah, I'm trying to look up uh, like a picture of what Serkinov looks like right now because Jack. I'm struggling. I'm struggling to process him at 185 in my mind. Uh, it, it doesn't quite compute. But if he can make 185. His chin's probably going to deplete it, going to be depleted. There was already no chin there to begin with. But it doesn't fucking matter in this fight. He's, he's fighting Christoph Jotko. Like, this dude 
we were talking before the show, he's got one finish in the decade that he's been in the UFC, and it was the Barton Cat. Uh, so that doesn't even really count because that dude's a plumber who plays video games and lost his way into the octagon one day. And uh, yeah, that's that's how that went. Um, I like Turkinov here. I think that he's actually going to be able to very slow on the feet, uh, but he's going to be able to get it tight. He'll get it downs, I think, and might be able to get a sub. Do you remember when the he's barn so cat... confident. What's that, Lance? Do you remember when the barn cat uh, killed Josh the man? And then what happened, Lance? Really? Josh the man died <laughs> right after. I'm just saying, it's history. Uh, Misha's right. so confident he's going to make 185. His Instagram still says 205 pounds in the bio. It's... He can't read. It's not his fault. Um, and also, I don't so, think you can point. He was born in the Soviet Union. Like, I don't think we can count him as Canadian. Was Latvia I was going to say Union? I should probably know no, no. that. Last time out, we were like, is he Latvian? Is he Canadian? We don't know. So last Soviet. time he was Canadian. So this time he's Latvian. So he's due for a win. I just go straight Soviet Union, though. It makes him sound tougher. And he looks like a you know old, thick Soviet fella. Um, and then what happens when someone touches his chin? <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, but that someone can't be Jocko. Jocko Jocko's terrible. I mean, I, I only see this going one way. Serkinov immediately takes him to the ground, pounds him, chokes him, game over. I mean, assuming Serkinov makes weight, doesn't die, he – He's going to be just absolutely ridiculously gigantic for 185. He was a big 205 pounder, and his wrestling against a guy like Jocko, plenty. <laughs> he's got plenty of wrestling to get Jocko to the ground. He's not going to be in danger on the feet. And I, I think it's either a ground and pound finish or a, uh, a submission here for Serkinov, who's a little bit underrated with his submissions on the ground. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a quick step here. I will be betting him. All right, hot boy. Alex Oliveira versus oh, Nico Price. What a fight. New Sean? Yeah, this is two wild men getting in there. Uh, it should be fun for however long it lasts. Um, last couple cowboy fights have been uh, been kind of interesting. He uh, Before that, he had there had been a couple scenarios where he, he might have looked for the easier way out, but uh, I don't know what I don't know if the, the game's catching up to him. I don't even know if he's kind of quitting anymore, but he is getting smashed out there. They are decent guys who've been doing it, but man, he got dropped by Randy Brown and then smashed and 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 obviously he got got finished there. Um the Shave Cat looks actually pretty good, so I, I guess that's not a bad loss, but Man, he 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 does. He's not in low event fights, and he seems to be finding his way out of there recently. Uh, Nico Price, he brings the heat. He's got big power. Um, I think he probably catches Howboy and 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 puts him out of there. But you never know. The old Howboy could could pull something out of his hat early. Um, we have seen uh, Nico Price get cracked, um, but. He, He's shown a, a pretty damn good chin. So I do expect him to, to finish Cowboy uh, or Howboy. But uh, just in case, I, I took the under two and a half at minus 140 for two units. Brad, can you believe Howboy is only 33 years old? I am three years older than Howboy. 
<laughs> yeah, but he has like he has like I'm, five I'm baby mamas. That ages you like another fifteen years. He legit looks like mid mid to if you walked him on the street, you would think he was like forty seven. Yeah, man. Him and Grandpa Ronaldo brothers. He almost looks older than Grandpa Ronaldo. <laughs> Damn, Brad, who you got here? Old Nico. I I do have to side with old Nico, but most of all, I just. I can't believe we keep getting these prices on Howboy Hunters after what we've seen over the past years. Uh, he will look for the door. As as we've said multiple times, he's just looking for that alimony check. He doesn't care if it comes with a win bonus. If he gets a win bonus, that's just more money that's going out the door to the kids. So he doesn't care. He, he just wants to cover the bare minimum. Uh, get paid and make sure he can uh, hide from the Brazilian authorities a little bit more. So I'm actually, uh, I might throw a little sprinkle on uh, on Nico price by sub. It's uh, anywhere from 11 to 1500. And with the way that Howboy has been going to quit lately, uh, I, I know price normally gets it done by knockout, but I wouldn't be, surprised if uh, he found his way to Howboy's back and locked in a rear naked choke or something like that. This, this could be it for old Howboy. He hasn't shown much uh, much life lately in the old cage. He gets hit once and it's just, I mean, just completely a wrap instantly. If he loses, this would be six of eight. <laughs> and you think he, he still thinks he's, he's doing bull riding. So when he gets to seven seconds, he's like, yeah, I already won. How many times has he been subbed? I mean, it's got to be like no six times he has lost by sub. He's only been knocked out once. Basically, if he gets hurt, he doesn't. He don't want to fuck up his knockout streak and be some kind of pussy. So he just lets you sink in the old choke. Not a bad angle, Brad. Goes to to his stomach and just tells him to sink it in. (laughs) That's that's, Brad. That's really not a bad angle there with the old Nico. Has Nico ever subbed anyone? Three people. Yeah, um, there you go. His last sub, um, he did sub- George Sullivan. That's a oh, that's a that's a that's good, a big that's a good that's a sub. big win. A big sub. Um, yeah. Brandon Thatch. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That guy was <laughs> supposed to be good, and then he got beat up by Benson, and then that was kind of yeah, that was kind of it there. He retired, I guess, career. after that Nico Price fight. I mean, if I get choked out by Nico Price, I'm also probably retiring. Maybe that'll what that'll be what happens to Howboy as well. Did Gunny Nelson retire? No. He hasn't fought in over two years. He COVID never fought man. to begin with, so he was one yeah. of those guys. That's a, that's a good point. So I, I like Nico here. I was shocked that Nico inside was plus 120. Um, he's not winning by a decision. Uh, he doesn't win by decision personally. Howboy doesn't, didn't even know there were 15 minutes in a three-round fight. He, he, wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't aware of that. Um, and I don't know, plus 120 on Nico versus Howboy inside seems like a bad line. So I, I'd like Nico a good bit here. I would be pretty surprised if he wasn't able to put Howboy away. Uh, don't hate the sub angle, Brad. All right, let's now move to the co-main event as we have in the division. Kevin Holland versus the uh, the other side of the uh, Dukakis brothers, Kyle Dawkins. New Sean? Fuck Lance, you run a tight ship. We're on the second last fight, and we're only 58 minutes into this podcast. God mm. damn. <laughs> Have you seen this card, though? That's yeah. very helpful. Scotch is going down smoothly. I went ahead and poured the half cup today, Scotch, just to be safe, so I didn't get up again. Smart man, smart man. Yeah, I was kind of hoping we'd get a 
a nice big number on 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 the the little Dukakis. It's actually not bad. All of a sudden, some people have been hammering um, Kevin Holland because it's it's went up just a bunch in the last uh, day or half a day or not even a couple hours. Um, he fixed his wrestling. He's wrestling with cardio machine Johnny Hendricks. Johnny I mean, if, if anyone's going to teach me to not quit and just kind of give up in a fight, it's going to be Johnny Hendricks. Yeah. No, <laughs> obviously noted noted uh non-quitter could you imagine if that guy's like get me wrong johnny hendrick's one of the greatest collegiate wrestlers i've ever seen could you imagine if that guy was your coach hey, 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 that's enough that's enough for let's go to the steakhouse <laughs> ah fuck i forgot it closed down because i did i bet more than technique ran it into the saying, ground that's enough for today i bet that's what he just says over and over again that's enough for today <laughs> Yeah, good enough. Good that's enough. That's good work. Good but we didn't even do anything. Yeah, yeah, that's enough. That's enough. I'll yeah. see you later. Good warm up. Good warm up. Um, yeah, I was I was kind of hoping for a big number. I mean, it like I said, it is climbing up. Uh, I think the the odds makers know that uh, Kevin Holland can't wrestle, uh, and and that's one thing that the Dukakis, the little Dukakis, can do. Um, I think we were kind of caught off guard. I guess we should have known better because. I mean, Phil Hawes is, is, is a wrestler uh, and, and we kind of wrote him off and, and we all play, or most of us played Dawkins last time. And I don't we know, that was, uh, we ignored that the was hog analysis. Bad. It was the fucking amateur hour on the MMA analysis. That was, that was a bad one. That was, that was um, amateur hour. Dawkins gassed in that one. And uh, I guess that's not surprising when he, when he couldn't uh, continually take down uh, Phil Hogs. I think he'll be able to do that to Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland does some weird shit. Um, it, it's always a possibility that he's, you know, knocks you out from his back or some dumb shit like that. Uh, maybe I'm just scarred from the Jacare fucking loss, but um, you are. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think the, the little Dukakis is going to take him down. Uh, is he going to sub him? It's it's a possibility. I don't know him. It might go to decision. Uh, Dukakis has got to be a play, especially at plus 146, what I can get it at now. Fred? First of all, there is no little Dukakis. There's a meaty Dukakis and there's a big Dukakis, all right? The small Dukakis. (laughs) My bad, my bad. Um, We were on him uh, against the Hog and, you know, ignored the essential... MMA betting in that one. However, Holland, not known for not not even a little bit. Um, that's why he talks so much because he's trying to overcompensate for the the lack of hog. He's trying to make it seem like he's got that confidence, uh, but no, definitely got a white not. Dick. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, <laughs> All right. Let's be real. You got a white dick. Yeah, yeah, it's he. His name is Holland, right? I mean, it doesn't get much whiter than Dutch people. Uh, just, just saying. Um, yeah, Dukakis can can wrestle a little bit. Uh, he's not the greatest wrestler. He's not going to out wrestle Phil Hoggs, but he's going to out wrestle Kevin Holland, and he's not going to get knocked out from his back from some weird hammer fists like like Jacques Ray. He, he's durable, and I. I think that the gassing in his last fight, I, he actually won the first round against Hogs, but he 
used up so much energy trying to get those takedowns that just weren't coming um, that that's what made him gas out. Those takedowns are going to be there against Holland. So I, I'm not too concerned about the cardio. Uh, I think that he's probably, he, he might have a dicey spot here or there where Holland lands some stuff, but I, I think he's mostly going to cruise to a decision. I thought this was a very, very, very stupid fight for the UFC, regardless of outcome here, right? And Kevin Holland is not that good, but Kevin Holland's pretty popular. He's popular enough in the MMA space. He's a guy you can main, you main event with. Got that COVID bump when he's, nobody else, yeah. nothing else was happening. He's fun. He, he fights enough and like, yeah, yeah. I, he's got that like Cerrone thing that he used to I like about. Kevin Holland a lot. I like his yeah. style. I like how he fights a lot. I like how he doesn't make excuses when he loses all that. Like, I like Kevin Holland. What the UFC is, he has two losses in a row right now. You never want three losses in a row. That's not a good thing. You don't want to go full cost check on the business. And he already has two in a row. And in both of those, he faced a, a guy who wanted to get on top of him and ride him out in, in Derek Brunson and Vittori. We saw that when he faces guys that weren't able to take him down that wanted to trade. Kevin Holland's really fun, and he's very dangerous on the feet. So what do they do? They literally have him fight a guy that I don't know if I've ever seen throw a punch without just using it to set up a takedown. So now they're getting a guy in Kyle Dawkins who is going to just wrestle, 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 get in cup of Kevin Holland, especially with you know the book is out on Kevin Holland. Why are they picking a guy who is good wrestling and grappling and, and jiu-jitsu? I don't understand, and I know the UFC does dumb shit all the time, but – Kevin Holland's coming off some main events. You got him in the co-main, and you're putting him in a pretty tough fight, win or lose. And he might be the slight favorite here, but this, well, even if he wins, like this is a stupid fight. This this fight did not make sense. He should be fighting a stand-up fighter. Let him do his thing. I mean, it gets old pretty quick. Him talking shit while he's getting elbowed in the face from the bottom. I don't know how long that keeps you popular, but I like Dawkins here, um, despite the hog disadvantage, which I think is obviously regardless of what we've talked about. It's still there. It's a disadvantage. We know this. Um, but I like Dawkins to get him on the ground, to beat him up, to elbow him. Um, I think the sub is possible here. Um, I, I could see him definitely getting him out of there with a sub. I could also see him just doing the Kevin Holland special, which is survive and get your ass kicked until the ref stops the fight because the bell. Um, so I like Kyle Dawkins here, plus money, plus 125, 130 there. Uh, so this is going to I be the Munich. Six. One, wow, I, I haven't bet yet. So, Munich play of the week. Munich. So, we're ready. Easy winner. Let's move on to the main event. Um, really fucking confusing fight here uh, in the main event. Light heavyweight division. Thiago Santos takes on Johnny Walker. You, Sean? I don't really have a good angle in this fight. Uh, I think it's going to be fun. Um Tiago Santos, I don't know what to make of him. Um, you know, after he needed those knee surgeries after the John Jones fights. He blew up both I mean, his knees. Blew, blew up both of his knees. It's like Carson Wentz um, fell out of bed and sprained both his ankles. <laughs> and then, like, obviously he, he, he did catch Glover, but, of course, Glover prevailed because that's what Glover does. And then last time out against Rakic, he, I mean – he didn't really – there was no takedowns, really. And he just didn't really throw that much. Like, I mean, I get, the stats say that he actually outlanded Rakic, uh, which is interesting. Um, yeah, fair enough. Um, I, I it just I remember didn't feel like a Tiago Santos fight. He What's didn't that? win that fight. 
No. I think I no, remember like there there was a there could be a case that he won that fight. Bad case. He definitely Real bad won the case. last. Very bad case. Most That's people worse. had it 29-28 for Rakic. Yeah. Rakic okay. sucks. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He fucking sucks that guy. I hate him, but yeah, he lost. He, <laughs> he won that fight. Yeah, it was it was not great. Yeah. Um so I don't know if like he is 37 now. Uh that is, I mean, it, it is light heavyweight, so maybe that's not that bad. But he he hasn't looked great in in a in a little while, and he's not getting younger. Um, Johnny Walker is a a very flawed fighter as well. Um, he he should have got flatlined by Span and 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 pulled one out of his ass there. I mean, good on him. Uh, I I think if he wins, he, it has to be in round one. So if, if you're liking that, I mean, you can get that for like plus four fifty in, in some places. Um, I think Santos is the better fighter. That doesn't always mean anything, especially at higher weight classes. But uh, I'll pick Santos. I, I don't really have a play on this right now. Uh, I haven't really liked anything. No overs, no unders. Nothing really is uh, is looking too good. Maybe it's a, a late ad when I'm bored if if I'm watching. Yeah, Brad. Yeah, I I saw the the same thing. Nothing really jumped out at me uh, in this fight. Um, so I saw that same Walker round one uh, plus four fifty, and eh, kind of tempted. We've seen Santos get knocked out a couple times early in fights. Uh, one by, you know, the original champ champ, uh, Dave Branch, you know, and the, the goat of all goats. Uh, oh, I thought you were talking about Gegard Musasi. Who's that? Oh, no, fuck that guy. Um, or Spice even... <laughs> That That's a good one. That was good. Um... <laughs> I enjoyed that fight. Oh, yeah, but I don't know. Johnny Walker on, on the level of johnny walkers he's like below red label just just not very good at all i think he i mean below red like red's insulting enough but have you ever had red johnny walker unfortunately yes it's embarrassing you can't even fucking call it scotch (laughs) red's enough of a diss brad let's not go too far and say below red scotch snob over here so Say even for like the first round of a fight, he's like a, a Johnny Walker black. You know? Blue. No. Yeah, I think get he's out a, of here. Is he is um, he on the black he, level? He actually, what? Dude, Johnny Walker black is that's a fifty dollar bottle of scotch, so it's not acting like yeah, it's, it's some a step up from red. Yeah. Uh, he, did you say that he's Johnny Walker blue in the first round? Yeah, no, I, I think, think so. he would. No, come on. No, he's is not. He Glenn, he's is he Glenn Levitt fourteen? <laughs> Absolutely not. Blue's <laughs> um, more expensive than this. Yeah, so Glenn Levitt. If you're betting, if you're betting Johnny Walker, bet him in round one. Anything other than that, even uh, no need depleted old Tiago Santos is going to be able to do more in rounds two, three, four, and five if it gets there. I don't expect that it does. I think this is probably going to finish sometime before the, the third round. Um, I guess I'll pick Santos. Um, I'll probably have him as the, the last leg in the, the phase that I throw out there. Uh, and if they match, then I'll throw a bit on Walker round one, just so that... Uh, 
I'm guaranteed some money either way. I when this fight was first announced, I I think like most people go, oh, Johnny Walker versus Tiago Santos, <laughs> Santos. Is Santos worst? And he might she, be. She, well, Sean mentioned like after the bones fight and the knee surgeries. What's the one other thing? This motherfucker's thirty-seven. A old thirty-seven. A thirty-seven who blew out both his ACLs at thirty-six or thirty-five. Like that's an old thirty-seven. And Johnny Walker, I don't know, man. Like I, yes, he's done some stupid shit. He looks like a moron. He he's a big idiot, but. We cannot deny that on any given night, Johnny Walker can be extremely deadly. And he can put almost anyone out of there in that. Like, he could put anyone. Would, would, it be, would you be su- completely surprised if Johnny Walker put Jan Blachowicz out in the first round? Would you be shocked? Probably not. I mean. No, I'd be shocked if he put Glover out in the first round. Glover, you can't put Glover out. The only <laughs> thing that's putting Glover out is COVID. He probably doesn't believe in the vaccine because he's too strong. That's right. <laughs> um, Small business owner. <laughs> I don't know. Is, is this a passing from Brazilian to Brazilian here? Is this Johnny Walker's moment? And the more I think about this, the more I think I'm I'm liking some Johnny Walker. Um, you can get knockout around two to one right now, and I don't think there is another outcome <laughs> for Johnny Walker to win the fight. He's definitely oh. not going in and diving for guillotines. Um, well, he has no do the round one. Well, I think what I this seems like one of those fights where I'd split round one and knockout, uh, just in case where you take the plus four seventy on round one, take you know the other half on on knockout, and hopefully get both. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I I just have this sense that Johnny Walker is going to end the career of Thiago Santos tonight, and he's got a baby on the way with that horrible fighter. Like his mind's in other places. So it could happen. It's light heavyweight. <laughs> I'm I'm picking Johnny Walker uh, to get the upset and just completely flatline. I mean, the thing with Johnny Walker when he puts you out, like that's yeah, a hurt. It's a highlight. He, it's a he, highlight. Yeah. He's he's not going to get like a weak ass stoppage <laughs> like Johnny Walker's putting you through the cage. So um, I do like Johnny Walker. I, I do think he can get it done this week. So we appreciate you uh, listening in. We did do a quicker show tonight. Spent a little more time in the recap. Flew through the fights. That's what happens when the UFC gives us straight garbage. Um, I think we have five until next fights week, tonight. baby. <laughs> yeah, and I, I had a little more scotch than normal, so maybe a little faster talking. Um, but I appreciate everyone listening. Really do appreciate it. We will be back. We will be back next week, right? There's a card. There's a week? card every week for like fucking ten more weeks, Lance. Is there? What, what's next week? What do we have? Dern versus oh, Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> We're going Dern Rodriguez and Holm Dermott back to back. Everyone wants yeah. to fight. <laughs> oh my uh, god! Um, right now, hold on. What? I'm not sure if this is official, but Jared Vandera might be in the co-main event next week. No, it's Tim Elliott versus Tim Elliott's the co-main. Oh really? I don't know. I don't know if Wikipedia has that right, Lance. This card is. Wow. <laughs> You know what? Fun, is, you know what fight is going to be fun? Uh, the leech, the leech is fighting next week. He's always fun. No, he's not. Is he? No, he's not. Yeah. No, that's on two six. I thought he's fighting on two sixty seven. He's fighting. The leech is not fighting next week. Damon Jackson, the leech. Oh, uh, versus Rose. So, leech. You think I'd Man. call him the leech when his name is Little Jangalang? Come on, that's wrong. You guys, this fight that's taking place. 
that car when I'm in Vegas, the home Dermont card. That's fucking bad. Do you know what the co-made event is? Andre Arlovski. If it's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> against Carlos Felipe. <laughs> what they're is going this? against MLB playoffs, college football, and they're like, yeah, home Dermont, Andre Arlovski versus Carlos Felipe. That's what we need. That's... What is this organization even doing right now? Like, they are it's... pumping out content and collecting checks from ESPN. But you have to think of it, right? Do their ratings change? Let's take an ESPN Plus card first. Do their ratings change that much depending on ES depending on the main event and the full card on ESPN Plus? If it's home or if it's a, a Johnny Walker's Santos, they're probably getting about the same ratings. So all they care about right now is pay-per-views. Because that's where they're getting all the extra bump. So extra that's why you, all these pay-per-views we've seen this year, a lot of them, they're either garbage where they give up or they're just outrageously stacked. Yeah. And we've seen that a few times. And I think it's because they don't give a fuck about these ESPN Plus cards or the ESPN we, cards. Like at, at first we were like, ooh, ESPN card. It's going to be stacked. That was only the first couple months. Now it's like ESPN card, Holly Holm. <laughs> so did the, the pay-per-view last week count as a stacked pay-per-view? Like it was, it was no. a fine card, but that's not one. No, that's it was that. Odd, that was I def- no. I mean, the stacked ones are like they have Conor McGregor or something like that, or a big name, big title fight main event, and it's stacked. Like that's you where we're seeing where it's a little bit different. Uh, they should get John Jones in the fight, obviously. That's Versus White, he's yeah. They got to sure. get him out of jail first. Um, Brock Lesnar, we need to he's, get Brock Lesnar back. Well, John they, said he quit drinking. He's going to stick with the cocaine and all that, but he's going to quit drinking. So I think we're okay. Smart man. Smart man. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Um, we will be you back next that. week to break down the wonderful fight of Rodriguez versus Mackenzie Dern with a co main event of Tim Elliott. Um, so I know, don't get too excited. We'll make it there. We'll get there. Appreciate you guys listening. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good